Good morning, my podcast family. <clears throat> I'm wanting to uh, try to encourage some folks today. So, I have a few scriptures and a little bit of word here that um, I think is going to be helpful. Um, so, we are all in a situation that's pretty grim um, to some degree because of COVID. So, we definitely need to encourage one another. And I just want to start out by saying, you know, that, that fear is a huge thing right now. And I want to speak about that today. Um, in Romans, let's see. Let me look in Romans real quick. Because I want to make sure what I'm telling you here. I've got a guide that I actually had from someone else. It was so cool. They had made acronyms for fear. The word fear. F stands for false, E stands for evidence, A stands for appearing, and R stands for real. So false evidence appearing real. So <clears throat> we think that things that are happening to us are our reality, right? Because we are afraid, um, you know, that tomorrow won't look better than today or we don't think about our future as being better than it is today but do you know there was a time back in I don't know how many years ago it was like two years I think and I'm not the scholar on this so don't quote me but there was like two years of time that the whole world was covered with darkness and I believe it was after Jesus was here. So these kind of plagues and things like that come to the earth. And we just have to, you know, rise above it, basically. All right, let me look at this one real quick and see how it relates to what we're talking about today. Okay, so I wrote down what it was. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so Romans 10 and 8. Um... Let me get there again. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved as scripture says anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile the same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved I love that right so it gives you hope Definitely in this time with fear just prevailing everywhere you look. You've got horrible things happening in cities, horrible people, people, not horrible people, but horrible situations where people are passing away from this disease or virus, whatever they call it. So people are just overwhelmed by fear right now. And so um, we want to look at it a little bit more and just kind of go over everything. Um, 
let's look at fear for a minute. It's thoughts that are like this. Negativity, evil, oppressing, depressing, things the enemy are telling you that are not true. Fear that you can't be healed. Fear of the lonely feelings and rejection that you feel that you're unwanted. That's a lie. You can't trust anyone, not even yourself sometimes. That can be hard. Your need to control people because you feel rejected and you're working out of fear. You may have low self-esteem, pity. You may even try to be an overachiever to prove, you know, that you're not those things. So, again, these are all false evidences appearing real. So, let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself above or up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. <clears throat> so, we have to use faith. And that is why that is such a pillar in our in our um, faith, in our, in our belief. You know, we have to work on faith and those strongholds. If you pray hard and, and ask the Lord and fast and pray and do all the things, you know, that that it says to do and give God attention and ask for his attention he's going to fight the battles for you so that's pretty awesome I love the thought of not having to do all that work because honestly I can't make things better if I come at somebody ready to fight with them but if I lay back and say God I need you here I need you to take care of this situation. Go into the minds of those who are coming against me and help them, Lord, to see things differently. Or maybe it's even you. Maybe you are having problems seeing it a different way. And maybe you don't want to forgive. I'm sorry, but that is definitely in the word. You have to forgive. So just asking the Lord into your situation and saying, God, I can't do anything here. I'm weak and you are strong and so Lord I want to give you this burden I pray that you pull down each and every stronghold that's coming against me and against my faith in you God I put it at the feet of Jesus sorry about that guys so you know you just kind of have to start putting your faith in the Lord in everything so it's hard it really is um but it's possible and that's the best way to do things because again we can't do anything in ourselves and make it turn out right right how many people have that's listening and under the sound of my voice right now how many people have tried to go and work harder to get it done or try to manipulate people to get things done that you wanted or <clears throat> 
I mean, we're all human. Let's just be honest. You know, who's tried to change things and control things to some degree to make them the way we want them? We don't have that power. We can't control other people. We can't control all the situations. But who who has that ability, right? Who has that ability? God. So if we just get our minds off of ourselves and realize that Jesus Christ and God Almighty and the Holy Spirit is able to do all things, then we will rest in His Word. We will rest in His presence. We will rest with the knowledge, knowing that He will pull down every stronghold, that He will pull down every argument, and He may change your heart to view things differently. And that is so awesome. I tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had preachers stand behind the pulpit and preach something that has totally offended me. And I'm like, why am I even here? Like, <laughs> I'm just being vulnerable, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, why am I even here? This person don't even like me. They're talking straight to me today. So, I've been there. But when the Lord starts working on your heart and having you reevaluate things and he does it he's a total gentleman he would never really offend you as somebody coming at you to shame you or um, say things that's hurtful to you or anything like that the Lord and the Holy Spirit and Jesus they all come in and they gently mold you and gently move things easily so that you are corrected without anybody else doing it. The Word says that He lives within us. He lives within you. So He knows you from the inside out. And He knows how He can get you to understand if you'll just give Him the attention that He needs to make things better. You can't tell me you know you're perfect. Nobody on this earth is perfect. Okay? So we just strive as humans to do the right thing and trust in God and let Him into the places and become vulnerable and become humble and let Him be strong like He should be. It says in the Word, if we lift Him up, then He will draw all men to Him. And so that's what we are supposed to do today. The next one that I'm going to read for you guys and, and work out is um, knowing who we are and being able to take dominion over our situations. So I pray you have a good day today. Um, each and every person is so super special. You don't even understand. Like God told Adam and Eve to go and multiply. And the word says that he knew you before you were even knitted in the womb of your mother. He knew you. So he already is there just surrender and tell him that you want him to be your lord and savior let him into your life stop being so lonely stop being so miserable even though i'm going through it and i am going through it honey between work my home my relationship with my um, boyfriend things are looking very grim but i feel like that no matter what 
God is working all things together for my good. No matter what happens, if I have to move, if I break up with my boyfriend, my job has even been like really at, up in the air. The computer that I have um, kind of went kaput and I haven't been able to work for three days. Plus I'm behind on a few bills. And so that stress level is like to the max. But you know what? I feel like that God knows everything that's happening to my to my life in my life. And do you know how much relief it is to know that I'm not by myself worrying about this on my own? And I've I've just been tormented the last 4 days probably because I haven't been able to work. And it it finally got figured out Friday. <clears throat> so they've got to send me a new computer. And Things are starting to look better, but you know, you can't, you can't go ahead of God. You can't go ahead of the situation, try to control it and make it what you want it to be. Sometimes when you push too hard, you just wind up wearing yourself out. And that's kind of how I felt this recently until this morning. I'm just going to be honest. I have felt so tormented and ripped apart by different spirits of fear spirits of anger spirits of i mean you know period people don't think about that that these are spirits but they are i mean you it's basically like okay my emotional spirit feels fear my emotional spirit feels attacked my emotional spirit feels unloved so i i just look at it like these are spirits of because that's not what god wants for me he wants me to feel loved and not angry or not upset. So these spirits of things don't have control of me. I trust the Lord and the Lord has control over me. So I'm not giving no more power to any of those spirits of. I'm just resting in the Lord. When I start getting anxious now, I'm just going to. And it's hard because I haven't done it in four days. But I just knew that I had the I had the answer somewhere. And I was like, you know what? It's getting to be too much. Just let me go and search out him today. Let me just search him out again. Because I felt like because the world has been pulling at me in every direction, I haven't given him the attention that I need to have every day. And I, that's why I've been so distracted and upset. And that's exactly what the devil wants to do. He wants to get you distracted. So again, let's just do a real quick prayer. If you don't know the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I'm going to pray with you right now. Lord, I'm praying with my friend today. God, they need you in their life. They're tired of feeling torn apart, ripped apart, pushed down, downtrodden, <coughs> and all alone. Excuse me. Sometimes we just feel all alone and we need somebody there. And God, they need you. I need you, Lord. And I know, God, because I have tasted and I now know that the Spirit of God is a good thing. That's what they mean when they say that you have actually experienced the calming peace that it brings to you. And I thank you, God, for giving me that peace today, Lord. And I pray that for my friend today, God. And Lord, I pray that you will go in and help this person. 
They're take they're giving their life to you. They're asking for their forgiveness of sins, Lord, all known and unknown. And God, they're wanting you to come into their lives. Lord, please leave little breadcrumbs to remind them to come back to your word. Every time that something happens, Lord, remind them where they can find their answer. Remind them that your word is the bread of life and it heals because Jesus was called the bread of life. So God, we can heal ourselves through the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ and you just by reading your word. Thank you so much, God, for your presence today. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Holy Spirit. My friend, the Lord, and the whole host of angels, all of heaven is praising God right now because you have made the choice to follow Jesus. I know you can't see it, but you can feel in your heart that things are good, right? That's why they say God is good and everything is good all the time. He doesn't change. He's awesome. Let him into your heart, guys. Keep going back to that word. Every time you get pulled and pushed and fearful, go read the word. It doesn't matter what it is. The word is like medicine. It's going to help you. I love you guys. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you around the merry-go-round. Good morning, my podcast family. So, I've been sort of encouraging myself this morning. And I read a couple of things that I had. um, And I'm so glad, you guys. Like, I remember... In November, I was so angry because a doctor, one of my uh, diabetic doctors, had tried to help me lose weight by putting me on phenamine. And so, it was right at Thanksgiving. All the doctors were on vacation. Just, you know, circumstances that you couldn't get around. And so, I was really angry because when I went to the doctor that was available at my regular doctor's office, not my diabetic doctor, but my regular physician, um, when I went there, see, I had um, a breakdown in 2017 from all the trauma that I'd encountered in my life. And uh, so now, (laughs) well, at that time, because I know I'm probably, I know I'm healed from it, so... Um, I'll probably, I don't want to say that I probably won't, but I pray that I never have to go back and do any of that again. But in November of 2020, during this whole COVID thing, working from home, you know, they've already sent everybody home or whatever. Well, they put me on this phenamine and I'm telling you, he increased the medication because I wasn't losing weight fast enough. Plus, I hadn't told him that I was fasting 16 hours a day and only eating eight hours a day. So it built up in my system. And if you guys can remember, if you're old enough to remember, it's the old Fin Fin. And that was like taken off the market multiple times. Well, it really messed with me. Um, I could smell people's cologne uh, from across the room. I would, I almost got to where I wasn't eating or drinking because I just, it, I had no desire to eat. And my kidneys started shutting down. I wasn't using the restroom. And 
Um, the worst part of it was, is it causes your heart to race. Um, it's more or less like speed. And so, for nine days straight, I could not sleep. Nine days straight. And now I can kind of understand when people are, you know, addicted and they can't sleep. Like, I remember I had a spouse who was fighting addiction. And I remember at one point he was in, he could never go to sleep. And it was really scary for me. I was like, why can't you sleep? He was in the living room the whole time. And I was in my room sleeping. And then I'd wake up and he'd still be awake. Or I'd hear him in there and I'd wake up. I never understood all of that until this time. And so, it was really scary. Like, I remember praying a lot. I, I looked online and found um, Jenny Weaver. I hope she don't mind me mentioning her. But she was very helpful during that time. I needed that at that time. And I always feel like that God gives you just what you need at the right time. So, she helped me quite a bit understand, you know... I wasn't by myself, even though I felt very alone. COVID was happening. My my family was all quarantined or, you know, everybody was kind of together at home. And it was just me and my son there. So it was a little scary. So in November, um, that had happened. And the doctor was like, well, since you had this problem or something a little similar to this, you're, you know, you can't sleep and all these types of things are kind of like a mental thing, they think. So they sent me back to the doctor, back to the hospital like they did in 2017. I was so mad. I was like, oh my gosh, people, really? Like, that is not what's wrong with me. There's something else going on that's medical induced and I need some help getting it out of my system. So... And I didn't know, you know, what to stop taking because I was taking like two or three different medications to help with the weight loss. And I, I mean, at one time I passed out at home and my son had to call my parents to come over there. Uh, luckily at that time, nobody had COVID. But my poor son has been through so much with, you know, stuff that they medically that they make me do. It's ridiculous. Anyway, he's a trooper. <laughs> Praise God for Johnny. Um, but... Anyway, so it was a very difficult time. So nine days I didn't sleep. I was up singing. I was up, you know, uh, reading the word, listening to Jenny Weaver, trying to, I even like, she has some uh, video that she plays the scriptures and helps, it's about how helping you sleep. So I even tried that and it did help. I mean, I slept a little bit, but all in all, it was nine days that was very interrupted sleep, if any at all, because when I would rest and I'd get comfortable and I'd sleep, boop, 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 my heart would just pound like I was running. And I'm like, this is not cool. But I believe that's part of how your metabolism, um, you know, starts going up is that um, your heart rate increases or something when you're resting and it helps to burn the fat. So I'm just assuming that's how it works. I'm not real sure. But, in any case, that whole situation was very difficult. But now that I look back on it, and I realize that God was working it out so that I could get the healing that I need that I'm at now from that back then. I mean, He just works things out. And I'm just so glad that I don't have 
I don't have to worry about it, right? Because whatever's happening, God's going to work it out to make things good. And I just love him for that. So, these are some things that I learned. Um, this looks like we were taken, when I was taking this class, this particular one I wrote down was from March 29th, right after Easter. <clears throat> but... I read it this morning and it helped me as well. Uh, So it's talking about how we need to know what authority we have and who we are in Christ Jesus and as children of God. Um, So it says, walk in dominion over your soul realm. Your soul should not be running the show. Neither should your thoughts, neither should your desires, unless... They're godly desires. You should be submitting or submitted unto God and walking in the dominion and authority that he has given you. Uh, All right. So it says to overcome and to conquer, we need a dominion mindset. I am loved right now. This is what you tell yourself. God loves me. God values me. And I'm not waiting to be accepted. I'm not waiting to be loved. I'm loved right now. I'm accepted right now. I have been adopted by God through Christ Jesus. I'm no longer a stranger to God. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm now a child of God. So they want, in this um, lesson, they want you to know you're not... You're not estranged to God anymore. You are a child of God. You're a new creation. And so it tells us here that we need to know what we have been empowered with by the obedience of Jesus. He gave me power. Jesus did miracles. And I, let's see. And he has given us great power because we are adopted by God, chosen by Christ, the power Jesus had. He's given us that same power. Like I said, it's not us. It's not in our power. That's where a lot of people get that, you know, misunderstanding. Um, I know whenever I'm praying for somebody, a lot of times I don't feel like it's even me that's praying. I'm praying because I feel the urge and the urgency of their need but ultimately if anything is going to change I know that it's God and it's Jesus and their power and the Holy Spirit there's no way that anything Crystal could ever do would be able to help this person so it says um, take dominion and God bless them and this is from Genesis I believe Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God gave you his child dominion from the very beginning and knowing who you are and the dominion that you possess is key to overcoming soul trauma, which can happen a lot and people don't even realize that they're hurting so bad. You have been given dominion over every situation, circumstance, headache, sickness, and disease. But what good is your God-given authority if you don't understand it and walk it out, right? When I hear that song, (laughs) 
Uh, I've been doing karaoke and <clears throat> it's it's probably got bad words on it, but I'm sure somebody the social media is just so busy. You've heard something to the effect of the song, so I make it a godly version. Whenever I read this, I kind of put that into my mind. I'm walking out the glory of God. I'm walking out all the goodness that he has for me and his authority. So, let's see. Um, Dominion means supreme authority and have been given and you have been given supreme authority in the earth. Genesis 1:26 says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea. That's the one I read at the beginning. <clears throat> the birds of the sky <clears throat> and livestock, all the wild animals of the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Did you catch the dominion God gave you? God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. Now, that can be a good thing. And then sometimes you try to be above God and then that's a bad thing. Because that's exactly what Satan did. And that's why he got thrown out of heaven. So we don't want to try to be above him. We just want to have the dominion he's given us. Okay, so now that's powerful. Because he wants us to be like him. Or them. (laughs) Um, and so you're probably thinking, you mean to tell me that, um, we are like God? We possess his power and authority? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's given us authority over these things. He said it at the beginning. You have the ability to overcome every situation that has caused damage to your soul. And more than, and the more you learn and become awakened to the dominion you possess, the more confidence you will have to operate in it every day and in every area of your life. The Bible tells us, excuse me, the Bible tells us in Hosea 4 and 6 that we are destroyed because of lack of knowledge and the enemy would love to keep us blinded and ignorant to our true identity in Christ because when we, you awaken to the you God created and know and knew even before you were in your mother's womb I told you on a previous one I mentioned it and, and I wrote it down here Jeremiah 1 and 5 he knew you before you were even made in your mother's womb hell knows it's in trouble you have dominion over your life now use your authority to command change whatever needs to be changed in your life use that dominion you were given by god the father the son and the holy spirit and command that there be change in your life to make things better now let's see let's see here talks about breaking out i'm trying to remember that's so cool so as we're thinking about all this dominion right they're wanting us to declare what things in our lives we're going to have dominion over so in my mind right now through what I'm going through at this moment I take dominion over the situation in every relationship that I have 
I take authority to say that there is no pretension or stronghold that's going to keep my relationships bound anymore. And whatever God has ordained in my life, that is going to be established. And whatever has not been ordained of God, it will be removed, burned like fire out of my life. It says, um, break their whole family out, rapid fire, break out. The heat is coming on you. You will be, you will not be frozen there anymore. So haven't you felt frozen in that situation? I know with me, I have <clears throat> many times. It says, break out. Isaiah 49 and 2 says, he made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. My mom talks about that all the time. When you have many kids, you have a full <clears throat> quiver, which is the thing that holds the arrows. So let me read it again. Isaiah 49 and 2. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel, to whom I will display my splendor. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. Yet what is due me is the, in, in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with my God. So, let's read on. Oh, this is just so good. I mean, I, I didn't even read this stuff till, the, till right now. Okay, so it's talking about how we should get <clears throat> into hidden places with the Lord. That like I did this morning when I knew that I was tormented and that my life just feels like it's being ripped apart again. This has happened so many times in my life, you guys. I'm just saying, since 1996, my life in relationships, in life in general, just ongoing issues, health, or relationships, and different things like that, <clears throat> I just have felt so torn apart, and the word right now, it's saying that we need to find the hidden places, learn in in uh, the hidden places, there is an anointing that comes in the hidden place. Sometimes you have to get down on your knees and just relent, re, what is the word? Relent? I don't know if that's the right word. But basically just pour out your heart to God and saying, I need you. Come back in my life and fix these issues. Pull these strongholds down for me. Stand before me. Go before me. Send your angels to encamp around about me. And these types of things will definitely help you and just in your spirit you'll feel more confident um you'll feel sharpened by the trials and relationships that you have um when they come in you're going to be like okay this is another trial but my relationship with God is drawing me closer because I go into my hidden place and I ask God to come in and help so that makes your relationship with God so if you think about that all the trials that you have and you'd realize that when they come, you turn to Him. That relationship between you and God gets so strong. 
and you're confident and you walk more in Christ and you know who you are and you lift him up and you worship. Oh my goodness, y'all don't even know how crazy my worship is because I know that he has saved me from so many trials. And it's just so relieving as you start to grow more in your faith. As a uh, new Christian, I didn't really have a whole lot of, um, you know, knowledge about what to do. So I'm, I'm doing, right now I'm doing what I wish I would have had someone else do for me. You never know what tomorrow can bring. So I'm hoping, you know, if we have to stay like this, that the podcast will go forth and go into your home and into your ear and down into your heart and plant a seed that will help you in the future and today. It's a right now word. But God's always planting seeds for the future. So he's getting you prepared. Just like it says in the word when we talked about that a moment ago. I want to read it again. (laughs) I love it so much. I think because my mom said it. Isaiah 49 and 2. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. So it's basically you proclaim what's going to happen. You pull down those strongholds. Take the authority that God has given you. And speak those things to be into an existence. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He's made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. So he's got you ready in the quiver just in case he needs it. <laughs> I love it. Ah, he said to me, <clears throat> You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will display my splendor. I feel really compelled about Israel right now. Please pray for them, guys. They're going through a whole lot. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. Yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand. And my reward is with God. So all that you go through, God sees it all. God sees it all. God sees what you're going through. God knows what you're going through. Isn't that wonderful? He's right there with you. Go to him. Ask him for guidance. Go to him. Ask him to come in. Change your heart. Change the people's hearts around you. It's such a revelation. I just needed this so much today. I'm I'm speaking to me mostly, you all. (laughs) Oh, it's so cool. God always is just right on time. Always. Uh, Let's see. Knowing who you are is going to help you tremendously with overcoming your soul trauma. We already read that. Uh, You must develop a dominion mindset to help you overcome and conquer. First, you must lean and know the value of being the child of God, the child of a king. The greatest value you need to know is that you are loved. God loves you immensely. He lo- uh, his love for you is so unconditional. There is nothing you can do to deserve it. There's nothing that you've ever done that will stop it. He just loves you so much. And now he just wants you to accept that love. That's why it said that um, Christ was a present for the earth. I mean, I don't know that it's in the word. It's probably just me. But I feel like that Jesus was a gift to all mankind to bring us back to the Father. Um, we love because He first loved us, it says. 
So you are accepted no matter who rejected you, turned you away, or or neglected you. God has now taken you up as his own child. Psalms 27 and 10. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. That's so cool. And then at the bottom, like I'm writing in a journal that has like little scriptures at the bottom. And then at the bottom, after we read that, right? About though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. At the bottom, it says, see how very much our father loves us. For he calls us his children, and that is what we are. 1 John 3 and 1. Oh my gosh, it's just amazing how God just kind of puts things together. You can't do that, dude. That is not something. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody in the world as good as God. I'm just, I know there isn't. I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, you know, he puts all the... <clears throat> All the thought processes in people's minds about, you know, cures for diseases and things like that. But if we could just get to his way of thinking and stop looking at our way of thinking as the right way and just acknowledge that he is over us. Oh, y'all. It's so awesome. I mean, my miracle happened that way, too. When I went back and calculated it and my pregnancy and everything I'd spoke about in that, um, I'm probably going to talk about that one on this, too, and give you another version, same version, but, you know, different way. It was just 16 years ago, over 16 years ago, I received a miracle. And my family came back to the Lord and changed their hearts because of it. It's just, see, God knows what he's doing. So let's try not to be above God and let him work things out for us, you guys, okay? I don't want to stop the opportunity to ask you if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want to offer you that uh, that um, possibility today. He wants you to recognize that he is there he's with you he's with us right now in this message under the sound of my voice you have already had a calling or a tugging at your heart because it says that God calls us God calls you you are that important it's like he pulls up the phone and says hey I'm calling my daughter whoever you are I'm calling my son whatever your name is I'm calling them today because I need a relationship with them. I keep trying to call them, but for some reason they're too busy and they can't answer the phone. I keep calling them and I keep getting their voicemail. He keeps on tugging at you. He's chasing after each and every one of us. So I just want you to know all you have to do to be able to get a better life, a better understanding, a better uh, enjoyment from life in general is to just accept him into your heart so lord we take this time and the person that's listening today god they want you to come into their heart and be their lord and savior they confess that you are the son of god and jesus that you did die on the cross and was resurrected and came back to life and now you have dominion over the world And Lord, we want you to be over our lives, not just the world, but over my life particularly. I want you to guide me. I want you to help me. I want to lean on you in times of need. I was the one lost when the other 99 was safe in the fold. I was the one that left and couldn't 
fend for myself. But you came after me. Oh, my goodness. God, you came after me to save me. Thank you so much, God. Thank you for saving me. And I'm just so happy. And the Lord is rejoicing. And the heavens above are rejoicing because you have made that choice to let Jesus be your Lord and Savior. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.